welcome to another edition of Geeks in Malaysia. I'm Amelia Chen. I'm Nick Dorian. I'm Carl Baha. And today we have a special guest in the studio. What? Introduce yourself. Hey guys. <laughs> Devin here. Devin here. Devin, yep. Oh, Amelia speaks really fast. Yes, she, she does. does. She? I think she's speaking really fast because we missed her last week. Yes. She's trying to catch up for lost time. Yes. <laughs> also fast. Yes. What are you doing? What are you, the micro machines guy? Are you, are you tweaking? Just <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit. Is it the cinnamon sugar that I just gave you? Maybe, I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. so two weeks ago, we spoke about Dendam Pontiana. Yes. Which is still called yes. Dendam Pontiana, right? Yeah. I saw some post where it was changed or something. No, it's Dendam Pontiana. But in Singapore, it was released as uh, Revenge of the Pontiana. Okay. Yeah. So just English and Malay. But, yes, but yeah. it's Dendam Pontiana. And we I had a tough time yeah. trying to talk about that movie without spoiling it. Um, but since we are the director, one of the directors, yes. here today. You guys did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we try. We try. And the movie's already out yep. uh, with a great box office weekend. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's ranked number four in, yes. in GSC, right? Yes. Like, uh, and it's been... Because it's funny because like you know back in the day you had to wait you had to wait the whole weekend before yeah, you before, this, one's before, Friday. this one is like opens on Thursday Thursday night you're like number four I'm like oh <laughs> really okay uh, but I uh, found it funny that forty seven meters down. <laughs> Hey, but you. to be fair, the sequel. To be fair, the first one was a huge hit. Was it? It was. It was a huge hit. What? what I don't even remember the movies first, of people movie? stuck yeah. in water with sharks. Wait, for clearly not. Just, mm-hmm. Which clearly one not. was that one? The first one. Well, well, 40, 40, people 40, went down. I think Mandy Moore was in the first one. Oh, is it? I think it was Mandy Moore. I could be wrong. Mandy Moore. No, I, get confused I, I could between, be wrong. But between... forty-seven meters down, the first one. I don't yeah. know about the sequel, but the first one was a big sleeper hit. Was a big. So they went twenty more meters down for the sequel. I guess. Forty. Another 47 meters. meters. <laughs> um, but like, so yeah, you, you find out on, you find out on Thursday night that you're number four, and you don't know how to feel about that because it's like, oh well, I guess it's better than five. Uh, but we've stayed at number four every day, so I nice. guess so. It's, it's, been, it's been consistent. Great, That's good. And it's only, been consistent. So to those of you who who are going to see it and supporting it, thank you, thank you very much. Is it still showing in Singapore or has it run in? I believe it is. Okay, I believe oh, it is. Nice. I I don't know about that. I think it is. Uh, we had a really good um, opening weekend yeah. in Singapore. Saw you in tuxes and shit. Yeah. Damn, was, was that gala, gala. man. It was a gala. Damn, son. I, I have nice. Glenn to thank for that, actually, because I wasn't going to get a tux. I was going to wear like a, like a black suit, like what I wore for the KM uh, gala. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 you're, you're wearing a tux. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing a tux. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, but I'm very glad that I listened to him because... Uh, people, people dress didn't, up. didn't look too bad. <laughs> didn't look too yes. bad at all. Didn't look sir. too bad at all. You cleaned up well, sir. Yes. Uh, but I'm. I think if it is still showing in Singapore, it's probably uh, just a few screens at this point. I would yeah. imagine. Uh, but I haven't checked in uh, over there to see how it's doing over there. Cool. But uh, we we had a really good opening weekend. I mean, people really seem to be supporting it, which any, is nice. Any word from Brunei? Because I mean, that's opened up there as well, right? Um. I, I don't have exact numbers, mm. uh, but uh, I think in Brunei we're showing in six screens. Okay. I think. If we um, have any Brunei, Bruneian? Is that the correct term? Bruneian? I, I, Bruneian? Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know exactly how it's doing there, but uh, I, like, from what I hear, it's, it's doing fairly well. Okay. Good, good. But I, but I don't know exact numbers. Like, I don't know. But it's screening everywhere yes. in KL. And actually, no, Malaysia. Malaysia. Nationwide. Nationwide, yeah. Nationwide. And, and, and the East Coast. 88 screens, right? Um, it started off with 88 screens and then we added another uh, 8. Ooh. Oh, so, wow. So it's, it's 96, 96, yeah. 96 locations 
Um, inc- that's it. That includes the six greens in Brunei, I think. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. But there you go. But yeah. Yeah. Oh. You have no excuse not to watch this film. <laughs> yes. And Everywhere. like, it, and like yeah. in two weeks ago where we were doing a spoiler-free because we saw it during the premiere, the Malaysian <laughs> premiere, uh, since it's had its run, um, we want to warn you all right now that this is like a regular Geeks po- podcast where we spoil the fuck out of a movie. It's going to be spoiler It's a spoiler cast. Yes. Um, yes. If you haven't seen the film but you want to know what these guys thought of it, go and listen to their review that they released, what, a couple two weeks, weeks ago? ago? Two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. If you haven't seen the film, you don't want fair, to be warning. Spoiled. Yeah. Yes. fair warning, we're going to be talking about all kinds of spoilery shit. Yes. Because we- it's safe to say we've been holding this in for yes. two weeks. Ooh. The only oh. things that won't be... Spoken about are things that we are told not to speak about. Yes. Yes. Which yeah. we don't know what it is yet. <laughs> he doesn't even know. We don't, we don't know what we can't say yet. Yes. We'll stumble on it together. So once again, if you haven't seen the film, turn this shit off. <laughs> save, it, save it until you've watched it and then come back to us. Okay. So let's start from the beginning. Yes. How yeah. did this happen? Are you and Glenn, first off, you and Glenn getting together to make this movie. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, all of that. Well, uh, Glenn and I have been friends now for uh, about 10 years, um, and he's a, he's a very dear friend, and we got to know each other through, through theater in Singapore. Uh, he directed me in, in uh, Importance of Being Earnest. Ah. Oh, the old male version. The old yeah. male version. Yes. Uh, the, the role I can't, I can't say goodbye to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you do it so well! Uh, and I'm doing it again in January. Yay! Yeah. Um, so Sorry, that's, like that's, that's how we met. Um, and, okay, basically, th- it goes back to 2014, because I was uh, crashing at his place. I was doing a play in Singapore. Okay. And, he, you know, I'm, I'm also a fan of his, you know, like, uh, as, as a filmmaker. You know, I, I like Forever Fever. I really like Blue Mansion, um, his follow-up. Yes. And um, I was just, you know, we were just hanging out, and I was just asking him, it's like, when are you going to make another film? <laughs> uh and he was telling me about this film that he was developing at the time called uh, Yellow Flowers, which Ooh. was a like a prison tearjerker kind of film. Oh. Um, and that he was having trouble coming up with a treatment that he liked. So he gave me a rough idea of the story. I was like, that sounds cool. Let me take a crack at it. And I went off and I wrote a treatment. And he liked uh, the treatment that I, that I wrote for him. And we started talking about that film. Okay. And at the time, Christopher Doyle was attached as DP. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was all sort of like, Chris Doyle, oh shit, yeah, in the mood for love, love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, sounds good, sounds good. I, I want in. <laughs> um, and so we worked on that for a little bit, and it was really just sort of, it never really went past treatment mm. stage. Uh, mm. it, you know, it, it, it proved to be a tough sell, and it ended up, we just ended up not happening. And so, but we still kept talking about films, and he, we started talking about horror films, and he started talking about the old black and white Pontianak films that he used to watch as a kid, mm. and how horror these days doesn't really scare him. And the, and the last movies that he can remember scaring him were these old black and white Pontianak films. Mm. Yes. And I was like, hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> uh, you know, but we should make that movie now. Like, we should try and make an old Pontianak film now. Uh, and that was sort of what started it. And, from, and then I went off, wrote a treatment... Uh, we just sort of bounced ideas off each other and it grew from there and uh, we got excited about it and then I went off and wrote a first draft so you know specifically you wanted to remake that movie or you went through a bunch going like which no, one no no it cool? wasn't uh, any particular uh, Pontianak film in, it wasn't any Pontianak film in particular we wanted to uh, 
we wanted to do an homage mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. those kinds of yeah. old Pontianak yeah. films, but okay. we wanted to do it like in like in Technicolor. We we wanted like the colors to really pop, mm-hmm. uh, and it but, does. But, yes. we re- but we wanted it to feel like a film that could have come out of that era. Yes, uh, yes, and. And also at the time, Chris Doyle was still attached mm. as as DP. So Chris Doyle is now credited as um, visual consultant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the very very beginning stages of the project, he was he was our DP. Okay. Um, and so the the kind of uh, thing that Glenn and I were working with is like is like you know we want to make in the mood for love in the jungle. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know that was mm-hmm. the sort of idea be- behind it, and it just sort of grew from there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just in my head, it just went in the mood for jungle love. <laughs> in the mood for jungle fever love. <laughs> that, that, that is. That is a, that's oh, like a, oh, oh, oh. That's a, that's a good idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Island Doctor Moreau shit right there. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. I'd see that. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> but that's how it started, and it, it okay. kind of grew from there. And then once we uh, once we had a story that we liked. Um, it became, you know, the the long sort of process of putting the money together and yeah. uh, just refining the story and, yeah. Because I remember you working on this for a while. How, and you how? shot this a while back, too. We shot it last year. Uh, January last year. Yeah. Okay, that's why it feels like two years, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. yeah, January last year. But how long How long before that were you guys working on the film? Like, since... since... Well, I mean, like, first conversation was... Like March 2014. That was the, our God, first yeah. our first conversation about an, uh, about this Pontiana movie. About or? this Pontiana movie. Okay. Uh, and I guess I mean I'm guessing here, but uh, I would say first draft was ready maybe May or June 2014. Nice. Okay. Um, the draft that we ended up the shooting script was probably like draft seven. Uh, but I would say that by the time it got past draft. Four, it was more just tweaking. Like okay. uh, major changes were, were were within the first four drafts. And how much more fucked up was the first few drafts? <laughs> Knowing you. Knowing you. Uh, the f- it was funny. I've been thinking about that. Uh, the first draft actually is very fucked up. <laughs> the, the first draft is super fucked up. Yeah. Can, can we ask how much more? Yeah. Super fucked up? Well, when you get to certain sequences, I'll... Uh... Oh, okay. 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 Oh, okay. 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 So, should we begin at the beginning? All right. Um, well, before that... Uh... Spoiler cast, that people. Yeah. 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 Like, no shit. <laughs> Casting-wise. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? How'd, how'd you guys come up with that cast? Did like, you Why that cast? Did you and know how... which actors you wanted Or was already? there some studio oh, pressure no, for no, certain uh, stars? This, or... is, um, this was my first time ever hmm. writing a script for film. Uh, it's not my first time writing a script like this, but my first time ever writing a screenplay with no actors in mind. Uh, oh, like, wow. Like I was just, they were just characters. Uh, mm, the mm. only actor, okay, there was only one character that I wrote specifically for an actor, and that was Tony's part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because in... Really? We couldn't tell. Because... Uh, in the original draft, and this is something that pretty much survived, is that you he, you kind of wanted him to be the Drew Barrymore of, in Scream kind of character. You uh. wanted him to you wanted you wanted people to think that he could be the lead. Ah, um, yes, you know, and so so yeah. I mean, it's uh, that was the idea behind it. I remember in my first draft, I I described him, I described Rias as. Um, as an old school Malay Bruce Campbell type. <laughs> Sounds about right, Tony. You know, yeah. like a weasel you love to hate. You know, like that, 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 that kind pretty, of guy. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but aside from Tony, I didn't write with any particular actors in mind, and it wasn't until um, 
that it started to feel like the film could actually happen that we started to talk about actors. Nice. Yeah. So okay. yeah, even even when we were writing the script and everything through the first couple of drafts, we didn't we didn't discuss cast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not I mean not in detail. You know, a couple of names might have come up every now and then, but mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't until we were a little bit further along that we actually started to seriously talk about who might be right. Okay. And what I can't remember where you shot this. I remember you told me, but I can't remember where. Just remember uh, you were somewhere shot... in the dark going, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> we shot uh, mainly in Ululanga. Huh. Yeah. Um, with a couple of days in, in Trono, in Perak, mm. and one day in Kuala Kangsa. So all of, oh, uh, wow. all of the stuff in Suudin's house, ah. that's all Kuala Kangsa. Wait, so those houses are there? Yes, yes. Because uh, I was we, trying to think, like, did they build this shit? We only built the main house, Kaladin City's house. Oh, Every, okay. Everything else nice. was already there, yeah. or we okay. had to dress yeah. it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, that's cool. I thought I thought you would have shot like some of the town scenes in Singapore, because Singapore I know has this like like old old. Um, like, yeah, it was. But, um, but, I mean, that might have been an idea, but it was that never entered the conversation. Mm. Uh, we kind of knew that we weren't going to shoot in Singapore. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because some of that town sequence, I was like, "Oh, this is." I yeah. want to know where this is because this doesn't look like that's Trono. That's Trono. Yeah, mm. Trono and Perak is basically this two, three block area that just looks yeah like that. But uh, it's like a lot of areas in Perak that look old school. Yeah, because it's like it's trapped in time. It oh, still yeah. looks like from the fifties. No, so is, is it like is, is the area like a working like town yeah, center? Yeah. So like it's not it's yeah. not a set at all. It's not a set. No, and it's not deserted either. I mean, like uh, it's open everywhere around you is open for business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you guys um, had to shut them down for like a, a week or so. Just the just a that coffee days. house, la. Just that coffee okay. house, and then we had like uh, traffic control outside, making yeah. sure that no sort of like uh, modern day <laughs> cars. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's what the eighties are for. Entered the frame, uh, but all of the stuff in the uh, all of the stuff in the flashback sequence was in that three block area. Yeah. Wow. Nice. How long were you shooting for? It was twenty four days with three. Yeah. Twenty four. It was twenty four days, three days contingency, which we used. Yo, that's yes. tight. It was yeah. super tight for because a movie like this. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. it was super tight. It was because super of all tight. that rain. Yeah. <laughs> Did- so, did you factor in the rain because it started raining, or was the rain? Were you Part going of the to movie? <laughs> <laughs> the the rain was a last was a very late decision, and uh, it was fucking funny that it didn't rain the days we needed. We used the rain. <laughs> <laughs> rained every other fucking day, but uh, didn't the day that we actually had the rain machines? Hey, hey, look at this great weather we're having. <laughs> uh, no, but that was a a, a very late decision. Originally, okay. that we weren't going to be having any rain, and then Glenn was like, "We should have rain." I'm like, "What? You <laughs> <laughs> got enough problems? <laughs> like, you want to throw some rain in there?" And it's like, so I give full credit to uh, to Glenn with the rain. So speaking uh, of because uh, it looked fucking good on screen. Mm. Speaking of working with Glenn, so what is that like uh, co-directing a movie? Well, like, how mean, do you split the? Yeah, how do you do the decision making? Okay, the decision making basically it's it's the two of us. Mm. Um, there's no one thing where one person makes a decision and the other person. So it's not like doesn't I'll handle the acting, you handle the shots, or anything like that. Well, I mean, there there, I spent more time with the DP and the cast. Okay, and Glenn spent more time on costumes and art direction. Oh, okay. Uh, so so there was sort of like a little bit of a separation in that sense but it wasn't like you just do that and you just do this mm. you know it wasn't like that but it's like we would uh, we would pay attention to these different things and if a decision needed to be made about something it would be something that we would uh, run mm. by each other was that an enjoyable process 
it, for the most part, it was enjoyable. I mean, come on, like, it, there's there, of course there are tough days, <laughs> you know. But but there's no but it was tough, but it was never bad. Mm. You, you know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. So uh, like I I can't wait to work with him again. Nice. Yeah, and and also I mean. And 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 I and I would say that this is something that was uh, true across the board with everybody is that everybody cared, you know, and everybody was really sort of uh, passionate and and wanted to do the best job possible. Mm. Of yeah. course, sometimes things <laughs> went wrong, <laughs> you know. I mean, it was not an easy shoot, mm. and everyone was under a I lot of and everyone was under a lot of pressure to to deliver. Yeah. So, but but yeah. despite all of that, everyone. Everyone did the best possible job, and everyone had a good attitude about it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, like Ken and I are still friends, so it's because because co-directing can go the oh, other yeah. way. Yeah, it oh, can yeah. very yes. easily go the other oh, way. Oh yes, and I'm very happy to report that this was a, a very very positive experience. It's gonna be a weird question, but was there actual electricity to tap in that area? Uh, yes. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, look, I was looking at the thing God. like. Do they have electricity? <laughs> Do they just yeah, yeah. No, build I mean, some houses in the woods? No, I mean, the thing is, is that it looks like it's just... Uh, in it a feels sec- very secluded. It feels yes. very secluded, but I'm telling you, if the camera just moves a little bit to the right, <laughs> you'll see it's not that secluded. You know, uh, we, you know there was a lot, of, um, a lot of other houses around that area. And... Oh. Um, I mean, like, kind of like uh, slightly more modern kampung houses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it like... Like okay, the banana orchard that was secluded. Okay. The, like uh, shooting the the stuff in the cars that was fucking secluded. Okay. Um, and especially, uh, you know that that sort of single shot at the beginning of the film, which ties into the flashback later, yeah. where it's the car with the doors open and everything. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, you were surrounded by banana orchards, and uh, you know it's, it gets very tense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. So shall we start from the beginning of the movie? The beginning of the beginning. Okay. Yes. We begin with, of course... Am, multi- I, being, am I too loud? No, no, no. All you're right. good. Don't worry. I'm okay. going to fix it in post. No. <laughs> fix it in post. Fix it in yeah, post. Fix it in post. Yeah. It's yeah. a That's fucking great. podcast. I, I, I learned very early on to not give a fuck <laughs> too much. We used to record like every channel separate. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Like it was... Uh, yeah, our you know, very first podcast was... Like recording clean. music. And then I was like, this is a bitch to mix. I don't want to <laughs> do this anymore. <laughs> this is taking up too much of my damn time. <laughs> So yeah, don't worry. Like uh, as long as you're not crazy peeking, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, we had those with... multiple shots of the orchard. Yep. Followed by this is gonna be a weird question. Like, <laughs> is it orchard or orchid? What pronunciation? Orchard. 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 orchid. Who What's pronounces a... orchid? So no one says orchid. No? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Who, who says orchid? Who says orchid? Where did I hear that from? I used to say orchid, orchid street, and people were like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> okay. No, so it's it's yes. <laughs> so in the orchard, and then we go to the wedding. Yes. Mm. Well, we've got the amazing drone shots first. Oh, yes. The amazing drone, drone shots. shots. <laughs> yeah. Tourism Malaysia would love you. And I saw that Glenn handled the drone shots, right? His brother. Oh, oh his brother. Yes. Ah, okay. We had, we had two... We had th- what lake was that? KKB. Huh? No, was that it? was around the, uh, the, the so area. Oh, nice. Sweet. Wow. Nice. And then we get to a very beautiful wedding. Yes. As someone who's been to a bunch of kampong <laughs> weddings, I'm like, yo... Brian Groom got some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're very well to do. Don't know what they actually do. We but wanted, we wanted this to be beautiful. Oh, and it we, is. We, we, I mean, not just. I mean, I don't just mean like in terms of cinematography and everything, but we wanted everything to, about it to be beautiful. I mean, like uh, we wanted the cast to be gorgeous. We wanted the fucking costumes to be gorgeous. Mm. We wanted it to be very lush. Mm, you yes. know, uh, and so, so I mean, 
it's it's heightened realism, you know. Yeah. I mean, yes. you're, it's uh, you're, you're it's like a fifties Hollywood kind of yeah yeah, yeah. You you want like when they the, first introduce Technicolor. I mean, because like also that's another thing about setting it in the sixties is that you want the glamour of that period. Yeah. Yes. Um, of how people would just they just presented they were just presented themselves better. Yeah. Men were just slicker. Women in their kabayas were all sexy as fuck. <laughs> you know. I mean, we wanted we wanted that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, like, of course you watch it and you go like, hmm, wow, it's a really good-looking kampong. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Because yes. <laughs> the amount of times I'm in the kampong wedding, I was just in a wedding, like, over this weekend in Trunganu. Um, What do you call it? I'm like, motherfuckers still come to weddings in t-shirts and jeans, man. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some shoes on, at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classy event. Would, you know, like, would it hurt you to put on a baju malayu? Would it hurt you, exactly. really? Exactly. And then, um, oh. you have all your usual... Wedding stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mr. Tony Yusuf pops into the scene. Yeah, and very yeah, much like yes. he did in Piramli. Yes. and then joins Nadia Akila. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Was that intentional? Yeah, it was intentional. Yes. Okay. <laughs> How much you got to pay Shaw Brothers for that song? Uh, <laughs> actually, actually, I would like to know like how much you have to pay for. A pure rum. Yeah, I, I'm not at liberty to. to. Okay, oh, 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 that's our first one. Oh, okay, that's our first. That's our first. Like, like, that's code for I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Ding. So yes, we get to. And then um, yeah, as he sings the song, uh, Remy's like, "Oh fuck!" So straight away we're like, "You get, you get cutaways of like this What's woman, going on here? This mysterious woman. Yeah, who just pops into the wedding, mm-hmm. but nobody Which, else sees her. Yeah, only Tony does. Which did at first I felt like um, what do you call it? It was his horn dogness amped up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't sure. I was like, is he scared of this girl, or is he like, yo, what am I doing, Nadia? Check that chick out. You know? uh, actually, in the first draft, <laughs> in, in, in the first draft, you're kind of on the money. You're kind of on the money. Like he does go up to her and tries to chat her up. Oh. And she and she just doesn't respond, and he's like, "Well, fuck you then," and then, and then, and then, and then walks off, and that's when you know motherfucker's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, but yeah, I mean that that didn't make it. <laughs> but yeah, and then we get to them, Nadia and him in the car. Yeah, I mean, first we establish the whole like, "Hey, we're all buddies, friends." Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. something's wrong. And yeah. uh, what was the name of the guy playing the brother? Uh, Hisham Hamid Oh he's dope He's like damn him. good man I really liked him Fucking I'll get to one of my Favorite scenes of his later. And good you know, For like A big like, early part of the movie yeah. Nick was just sitting there Trying to like trying to, He looks, he familiar. looks so familiar, familiar. Then I was like before. Yeah then at some point I was like A, a straight on shot I was like Hey he looks a bit like Hans Isaac huh? Really? <laughs> younger Hans Isaac I think he looks more like Jason Scott Lee actually Oh, mm. ah. a lighter skin Jason Scott. Yeah, like a Malay Jason Scott Lee. That's kind of what he looks like. <laughs> I can like. see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get in the car. Even more so in person. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, not that I've met Jason Scott Lee, <laughs> but but when I when I first met Hisham, that was the main thing that popped into my head. It's like this dude looks like Jason Scott Lee. Then <laughs> they roll in the car in that very dark road. Yes, yes. And Tony's trying to get his game on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When shit goes awry, yeah, really awry. Where I can't remember what was it first. Like, um, no, we saw the Pantiana in the road first. Yes, right? yeah, and then yes. we stop and you, the, you and your sound design, man, because that crack. <laughs> I was like, holy oh, shit, she's yeah. fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was. I really oh. thought she killed him. <laughs> killed him. Oh. Was like, Skrunk. Then she got up like, "There's no blood." I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah." That was a hard smack. Was that? Like um, my I think Fang was like, say, is it an homage to like Carrot Highway? No, mm, no, not not consciously. Not consciously, no. 
Like, uh, the film is not consciously an homage to any particular film. I mean, um, oh, no, it's like a are, myth. Like, uh, no, not, not consciously, okay. no. Yeah. I mean, like, there are, like, little nods in there that are kind of my personal homages that no one else will get. Aww. Uh, you know, like, when, when Hisham... You know, says kita semua akan mati. You know, we're all gonna die. That's my that's my homage to Predator. <laughs> it's like there's something out there waiting for us. No man, we're all gonna die. <laughs> but no one will get that. But surprisingly, like I I told them about it as well. It's like there were bits of the movie that I felt like this feels like an '80s horror, B-grade horror homage at some points of the film, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. Well, I guess also because I mean know, that shit runs through your veins though. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't intentional, you know. Uh, like with this film, I really saw it as an opportunity to go a different way hmm. um, and to present something, you know, in a more sort of classical, uh, more sort of class- uh, classic approach yeah. to it. Mm. Uh, but I think also because of the colors, yes, um, that the colors give it, you know, um, a little bit of that retro feel. Yes, because yes. um, yeah. I like that you didn't go like, oh, it's it's olden times sepia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, no. That was that was never on the cards. Nice. Alhamdulillah. So then Tony basically gets fucked. Yes. What happened to Nadia? Yes. Yes. What happened to Ida? Because we never Ida. see her Ida. again after that. Nadia lives. She does. Okay. Yeah, Nadia lives. Yeah. Was there a post-credit scene I wasn't aware about? No, I mean, I mean, like we don't show it. Uh, but she turns somewhere and screams. So and like, then like, the whole yeah, car yeah. is shaking. No, she, yeah, she, yeah. no, because okay, what happens there is that uh, is that the is that the Pontian, is that Pontianak is on top of the car, yeah. smashing Tony against the uh, the. <laughs> The, 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 the hood I mean against, oh. against the uh, did you want to film that huh did you want to film that of course I wanted to <laughs> no actually because the thing is and this is something that uh, has kind of that I've kind of done in that I kind of did the same thing in, in KL24 Zombies as mm. well is mm. that is that I wanted a sequence where it was purely sound I see uh, and uh, in 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 KL24 Zombies I did the same thing when they're all having dinner and you and you hear the zombie attack yeah. yep, yep. outside yep. Uh, where it's just sound and I wanted to do the same thing with this so so of course like in my mind would it be cool to see that it would be <laughs> but it the uh, it was it was always conceived as a sound design mm. sequence mm-hmm. um, which was very 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 tricky to to do uh, to try and because yeah, I mean, it took a long time to to a lot of trial and error with the sound designer to get that sequence right. Mm, mm. Um, I'm still, I would still like to keep tweaking, tweaking it. Um, it's very obvious. You worked sound for a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Watching the movie, it's um, a very sound design heavy <laughs> film. <laughs> and then the next day, wake up bright and early, like happily married couple. Mm. And then everyone's oh, like. That the, that was the the, the long oh, shot, the right? That long the, one that shot. Long, to the, well, yeah, I mean, did I go to the house after that or no? I mean, like uh, after that, uh, immediately after the se- the scene, the sequence with uh, Tony and um, Nadia in the car, it goes to uh, their first night where um, Khalid has that little chat with uh, Nick. Oh, that was a, that was a nice, sweet little scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With and the, uh, and yeah. I got to give uh, I like, got to oh. give props to uh, to Remy like oh, all yeah. of that sort of like stuff he was yes. doing that was not in the script that was all Remy. Oh wow, that was really nice because yeah. it also that also reminded me of very comfortable like stuff like you know things that I know my dad would do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and that was a nice touch that that Remy brought to it. I mean, mm. oh, that nice. that whole sort of like you know the being overly dramatic and yeah. all yeah. Of that mm. yeah. like that was all Remy. Oh. See, and that was the, a good actor. That's and that why was the there's something on the roof scene, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> what? Huh? Oh, the there's something, there's on, something the on the roof. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so then the next morning, 
Now, help answer this question that Nick had two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, how did they tie Tony up on that tree? <laughs> I know it wasn't Tony up on the tree. <laughs> no, it wasn't Tony. <laughs> I know it wasn't, but I just wanted to... The just, close up it? of Tony, Tony's standing firmly on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because, but, you know, Tony's afraid of heights. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Right. He is. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> when we were shooting relationship status, I shot him over a balcony. First day he's met Tony. Yeah. Right, right, right. And right. he was fucking freaked out, but he did the scene anyway. <laughs> I did not know that. You're going to fuck with him now, aren't you? Oh, no! <laughs> You're like Alfred Hitchcock. But I was wondering, like, was it... Did you use a dummy, or is it just like... It's a stuntman. Whoa, oh, my God! It's I a stuntman. A so it's an actual person up there? It's an actual person up there, because we needed an actual person to hold the guts in. <laughs> so, like, so, the oh, when you, so, the, so the when you, like, call action, he just lets go, and this stuff, like, comes out. Oh, shit! Oh, So, so my question is, how, how did you get him up, up there? Yeah. Um, a crane. And he's just hanging there by his arms. No, well, I mean, he, he's like he's a harness. Like, oh, wait, he's strapped to the tree. He's strapped to the tree. The tree. The magic of filmmaking is still yeah. a magic for me. I know it's me. a stuntman, but you don't want to kill them. <laughs> I, I, I believe that the stuntman's... Uh, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was Alfred. Uh, El- the stunt- stuntman's name was Alfred Leong. Uh, okay. that, that was up there. Uh if I get if I if I'm wrong with this, <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I'm well, I'm pretty sure it was Alfred. Whoever okay. you are, Mister Stuntman, thank you. Yes. Good job. So, I mean, we had a we had a really really great stunt crew, and uh, Jen, the um, the uh, the stunt coordinator and action director, he, he had a, you know he did a, he did an amazing job, and uh, he he put a really solid team of mm. uh, of stunt stunt people together. Yep. And then it comes the entrance of. Namron. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. The, the, guys are, the guys are fucking legend, man. <laughs> like, I, I love that. that How much entrance. of that performance, like, because it feels very amped up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you, did you guys ask him to do that? Or did he just come to the table, like, with that already and you guys, like, done? Or were you, like, up a notch? Did you have- <laughs> I'm trying to remember because no, because the thing is, is that by um, by the time he shot that bit, mm. um, that wasn't his first day. Okay, so he had had some time to kind of uh, settle into it. Okay, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would say that with 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 a lot of the actors, actually, it's more just um, kind of guiding and and giving them a little nudge mm-hmm. um, in a certain direction. All of them yeah. really brought. A lot of a lot to the table on their own, nice. um, and I think that uh, you know, you know, Glenn and I um, were incredibly fortunate with the cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because mm. honestly, like even though I didn't write with anyone particular in mind for the most part, mm. all of them kind of looked like how I imagined them to look. <laughs> you know, like uh, I kind of imagined. Khalid to look a little kind of Remy Ishakish, you know, and, and I imagined Reza to to look a, kind of to have a Hisham Hamid kind of quality, where you know the more sort of like the more kind of more kind of like clean cut, clean cut yeah. brother, yeah. you know, um, and you know I think Shanti looks like how I imagine Siti, you know, like, I mean I, I am super fucking lucky. Hold up, here comes my wife. Okay, gonna pause okay. one second. <laughs> And we're, and we're back. back. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, we really lucked out with the cast. And uh, like I said, a lot of them really, really brought a lot of mm, stuff to the mm, table. Because mm. so. with Namron, it did feel like, you know, like the, the horror trope of like the old man that pops up. You don't want to go in there. You know? <laughs> yeah. But Yeah. But also, we felt that 
that's kind of in keeping with yeah, yeah. with, yeah. The, with no. those old films. Absolutely, you know? there was always yeah. like the Black Magic Man who'll be there, yeah, yeah. without fail. <laughs> I mean, in, I mean, in the uh, the first couple of drafts, Suudin was much crazier. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> much I- fucking crazier. <laughs> he was a fucking loon. You know? um, and uh, it, w- it wasn't until like when we were doing a little bit more research and we were looking at what Bomos looked like back then. Mm. And they actually, like, you know, it was my own ignorance of uh, just ki- trying to imagine what it, what he might have looked like. And in my mind, he looked really wild and crazy. Uh, but upon, yeah. further, uh, upon further research and yeah. seeing sort of like old pictures from, from, the, from the era, mm. a lot of them looked really normal. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. and my uncle was a Bomo. Right. Oh, okay. He was. <laughs> <laughs> and we just found that to be even creepier, even more, even yeah. more scary. Mm, yeah. The fact that they just sort of looked kind of normal, but they just had this look in their eyes that yeah. suggested like that they there knew was, shit. <laughs> that they knew shit. That there was something going on behind them. And like Namron, I mean, come on. Is that is that why the first shot we ever get at Namron is just his eyes? Was that sort um, of intentional? That, yes, I mean that was intentional. That was something that uh, we really wanted in the film. Mm. Uh, it wasn't originally how we were planning on introducing him. It was part of a sequence that we ended up not really having the time to do. Mm. Okay. Um, but like the the close up of his eyes, that was always meant to be the first time you see uh, Suudin's character. Okay. Mm. So then, as shit starts going bad in the village, um, let's get to uh, the Pontiana herself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fazura, right? Yes. 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 Fazura. Yes. 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 Because yes. I was like, I was a part of me was like. Fazura doing another Pontiana role. Then when we get to later on in the movie, I'm like, I can see why maybe she said yes. So who does the Pontiana's hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a question they all had. I'm like, how do the hair? How did they get their hair? Because she like, looked good when she first came out. I was like, damn. Um, the they got uh, uh, Le- guy Leong, in the banana Leong was field. our hair designer. <laughs> um, and uh, Leong is probably one of the uh, the best, if not the best, hairstylist in in Singapore. Because oh. then, like the in the mood for love, like references, like holy shit. This looks good. Yeah, yes. yeah, um, yeah. No, he did all the hair. <laughs> even even Siti's hair is amazing. Hmm? Gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone, every, everyone, everyone, everyone's had, hair looks fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you get him to do your hair on set as well? No, no but he did my hair for the Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like you go on Michael Bay like his hair is fabulous every day. <laughs> what you mean he didn't show up on set like what's his? Oh my god, I can't remember his name now. Who? Um, the author. Uh, oh my god. Um, perfect frame. Um, symmetrical. Everything. Oh my god. Stanley Kubrick. Yes. Oh. Doesn't Wes Anderson show up like really like dressed up? Coiffed? Coiffed? <laughs> no? He? No Does idea. he? No idea. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> or Taika. Well, ta- Taika's just Taika, but anyway. Anyway, back yes. to you. Okay, we get to... Uh, Somewhere in the middle, Fazura. things are going fucked up. Yeah. Before she, before the, so uh, we're just like gonna go beat for beat, like the not yeah, beat, beat, but like <laughs> that, we're gonna jump recaps. around a bit. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 so right. in general, shit goes fucked up in the village. Um, I love how they all blame City at first. I know, and I'm like, <laughs> that was your fault, Like, cause you're the foreign girl, so fuck you. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. And then, um, okay, the bit where. What do you call it? The uh, the possession of the brother. Yes. Oh. And she Which stra- one? The, the one where one. he strangles his own oh, pregnant right. yeah, yeah, wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, like, that was oh, some fuck. dark shit. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, that was I all think- me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, in terms of... Yeah, I, lo- I love that sequence. That, sequence, miscar- was, like, that sequence was so oh, much fun that was to shoot. I think, I think that was the one sequence in the whole film that I genuinely found a bit disturbing. <laughs> because of how it was. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. And then the what happens 
again, it's it's sound from what we hear from outside of the door, and I yeah. think that makes it even more terrifying to me because yeah. I don't see what's happening, mm-hmm. but I can fucking imagine everything that's going on. And what's great is that everything is practical. Everything is uh, yeah. everything yes. is on on camera. You know, like when the when the when the door slams shut, when the window slams shut, yeah. when he pops up, you know, there's like a fucking stuntman pushing him up. Oh <laughs> my god! But but uh, but I mean, like it all just like it works, you know? Yeah. Like, you, yes. You, you yes. see it. You see it in the film. Practical effect, baby. And you open yes. with a you open with like this quite gory scene with Tony's guts. Yes. Yes. And then it just gets creepy for most of the movie. Yeah. 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 You know, because um, like there there was a. It almost felt like you know how um, I remember someone talking about that movie Monsters, mm-hmm. uh, Gareth Edwards. Yes, yes, yeah. Where there's like you get that big CGI monster shot at the beginning, and then you don't really show the monster for like a good chunk of the movie, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you've gained like the audiences. I know, you know, like that was very cool. That was very cool. Although uh, you know, Gareth Edwards seems to be very fond of that. You know? <laughs> it's like Godzilla was just one big cock. <laughs> <laughs> And, 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 you know, just talking about Godzilla for a second, you know, it's like, it was to the point where I started laughing my ass off. Like, halfway through the film, I was like, are you, are you shitting me? Come on, you have to laugh when you think, oh, it's going to be a big fight, and then it just cuts to a TV screen. Yeah, you know what I mean? On TV. I just thought it was hilarious. And then it wasn't until I, uh, it was on TV, I think, and I watched it again, where I'm like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Show me Godzilla. <laughs> But the first time I saw it on the big screen, I was like, Jesus Christ, are you shitting me? I can't, can you believe the balls on this side of the <laughs> So, like, you got that creepiness. There was also other shit going in, also, on I in just, the company. I just want to say, like, if I say, like, that was all me, I'm fucking joking. <laughs> I'm fucking joking. Yes, Glenn. No, I mean, like... He's just kidding. It's a crazy... This, this, this movie was super collaborative. Yes. Super collaborative. <laughs> you know, but... You know there are shade. I think you know there. Are, I th- I think one of the interesting things about it is that, is that I I think that this is a film where you can you can really sort of see two filmmakers. Yes. Mm. You can you can really sort of uh, there are there are certain things in there that I would never do if it was just yeah. me. Mm. And then and then there are certain things in there that I don't think would be there if it was just Glenn. Yeah. Mm. And and I really really like that that the that the synergy is there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So the things that were happening to the other people in the kampong, yeah, like Oof. there were people getting sick. Yeah, all this stuff, yeah like, the children. Yeah. What was the idea behind that? Like the idea behind was that... was the Pontiana like, literally doing that, fucking yeah. with people, or is it just her presence? It's the idea is that yeah, it was it was her presence. The fact that she has brought this sort of dark cloud of vengeance um, onto onto the kampong, but we we didn't want to. In the, in the first couple of drafts, actually, it was a much bigger deal. Like. Uh, like a like plague a, of Moses, like crops yeah, dying, yeah, exactly. and like, like it was a fucking locusts, plague, and like you know. And ultimately, that was something that um, that had to be. We needed to uh, tweak it a little bit because also in like in the uh, earlier drafts, like um, uh, Ida uh, Nadia's character yeah. dies, and it's very clear that she dies. And there are there are a lot more deaths. Yeah. And something that um, came out of dis- uh, discussions much later on into the process was mm-hmm. where. All of the deaths must be deserved. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. No mm. one can. No one can die who doesn't deserve it. So mm. no, like um, random casualties. Exactly. For the fuck of it. Exactly. And I mean, and this all goes. Except for the last part. And this all goes no. well. I mean, they're trying to. That's no, they're trying that, to kill self defense. Yeah. You, yeah. you can classify that as self defense. True. Yeah. Very and true. At the end of the day, it's only the men. Yep. Yes. 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 Oh, that yes. was brilliant. That Which was a brilliant stroke. Yes. That was um, a brilliant stroke. I have to say. And thank you. But it was this thing of. Of of heading towards this direction of wanting to humanize the mm. uh, the, the Pontiana character, um, and and so because of that 
and this was something that came up with discussions with me, Glenn, and uh, BTM, our producer, is that is that all of the deaths have to be deserved, mm-hmm. and so that ended up kind of toning. We end, so because of that, we ended up toning down certain yeah. sections that would have made her too horrific or too evil. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what coming to that, like the humanizing the Pontiana. Like I was wondering uh, as I was watching it, um, because me personally, I would have liked to have seen. Like there was a part of me that I want to see her play with the the kid more. Yes, yes. Was that a thought that ever came up? or That was a thought that came up. Um, and there were, there were it, scenes... Was, it, was, it, was there a worry that it would come across too obvious what um, the twist was if she did that? That was, oh. that was part of it. But, um, but we weren't too concerned about that because we kind of felt it was pretty clear. It was pretty clear. Uh, <laughs> like, from the get-go, I was like... Mm. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And um, so, we, so it wasn't so much to do with that. I mean... It was in in the earlier drafts. There were scenes where he was just sort of playing on his own, but you knew he wasn't on his own. Mm. Um, like very omeny, exorcisty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there, it did have um, aspects of that to it, um, but ultimately, ultimately, uh, you know, um, the, you know, budget was a reason, um, scheduling was a reason, and um, once once you sort of got a clear idea of what you had to work with and how many days we had, we were, yeah. we were like, all right, <laughs> yeah, this needs to go. We need to figure though. out. We need to yeah. figure out a way to uh, push this message across without this scene and without that scene. Yeah. Uh, so we need. We knew we needed to have all that in there, but we knew we couldn't spend too much time on mm-hmm. it. Mm. Yeah, I got to give credit where credit is due. That kid. kid. Oh, Nick's amazing. Oh, yes, Nick's amazing. Um, how many kids did you have to go through casting before you found him? Yeah. Um, That's some tricky shit casting kids. Well, yeah. it's not like it's very tricky casting kids. I mean, it wasn't like one of those Hollywood stories. It's like, oh, we saw hundreds of kids. No, <laughs> no. Um, we, we, okay, in terms of like, before we even looked at um, tapes, yeah. we just looked at pictures. Okay. Um, yeah. And we probably looked over maybe a couple of dozen kids, mm. uh, just in terms of their look. And then, in terms of uh, looking at actual aud- audition tapes, it was probably about maybe five or six. Okay, five or six. Um, but we saw a clip of a drama uh, that that Nick had done, and it was just very clear that he was not not just the best actor, but the look mm. was there. Like mm-hmm. he had the look he had everything. that we were that we were looking for, yeah. and. And sometimes, you know, that whole thing is like, you know, when, when you know, you know. Yes. Yeah. With Nick, it was very much like that. Same thing with Fazura. Like, the first time we met Fazura, Glenn, was, Glenn and I were like, yep. <laughs> yep. Like, because I mean, she, she just has that, she, she had, she just looked the part. She yeah. looked mm. the part. Yeah. And the great thing about her um, is that she has that whole femme fatale thing going on, mm-hmm. but she can also do the girl next door thing. Yes. Which, the, with, with that innocence that Mina's supposed to have earlier on. Yeah. Um, I mean, so sometimes not- you just know. Same thing with uh, with Remy. Same thing yeah. with Remy. When we we met Remy, we knew that he was we knew that he was right for Khalid. Mm-hmm. Um, Hisham actually, we saw him twice. Okay. Mm. Um, the first time we the first time uh, Glenn met him, I don't think I was there, and but we Glenn wasn't convinced. And then it was a little bit later into the casting process where Glenn suggested that we see him again. Okay. And then okay. when we saw him again, we auditioned him properly, and he was and he just fucking blew us away. It's like Jesus Christ. Um, Yep. Most of the main cast was Malaysian. Uh, Hisham is Singaporean. Okay. Mm. Shanti is Singaporean. Okay. Okay. Um, Sorry, the wife was Shanti. 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 Yeah. She was also like at first. So you know, I was thinking like, is she just gonna be the damsel in distress? But then you know, she gets to play as well, which I really like. Yeah, I mean, I think what was very important is that none of the women 
could be victims. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, so even like uh, as the story is progressing, she's like, we should leave. Yeah. You know, we, we, should, we should get the fuck yes. out of here. And, and, yes. and, and when he refuses to, she's like, fine, I'll leave. You know, um, so. And I'm bringing your son with me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know this, is, this is my kampong. It's like, yep, but it ain't mine. You know? And uh, so, so, I mean, like, I guess you could say that she's the closest thing to a damsel in distress uh, that the film has. But what, but, but what I like about her character is that just when it gets to a point where any woman would not take it anymore, she doesn't take it anymore. No. Mm. Yes. Um, and and it was, that was very, very important to us that yeah. all of the characters had that sort of, you know, strength. Mm. Yeah. You know? Mm. What was the idea behind the Fazura transformation mode in that middle bit yes. where she just goes like, fuck the red, I'm going white! <laughs> that was something that kind of... Um, it was it was fifty percent accidental oh. and fifty and fifty percent practical, uh, because initially we had this thing of where when she is in when she's in red it's more sort of like seductive and all mm-hmm. of that and then when she's gonna fu- kill motherfucker she's it, in it, white she turns okay. uh, into a Pontiana, and as we were kind of so that was the initial sort of idea behind it, mm-hmm. and then as we were sort of setting up the schedule and all of this and trying to, you know, we just realized that that's way too complicated, way too complicated, and it's going to eat up too much fucking time. And then also another problem is, is that when she's in her red kabaya, her hair is up. When she's in the white kabaya, the hair is down. Mm. So it's like, uh, so what does that mean? It's like uh, she turns into the Pontianak, and then when she turns back, she's got her hair back up. You know, so, so, so you kind of had the, you kind of have these weird creative discussions where the practical aspect of it is like if you do it like that that's gonna add hours it's gonna add hours to the schedule which we don't have so then you take a look we took a look at the script again and it's like okay what if what if it's this because the one thing that was always there that by making this switch like where it's red 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 and then you make the switch to white the one thing that sort of sells that is that initially in the first half of the film where you kind of hear her crying and you hear Mm. her sort of suffering it's partly because she's losing herself you know, like she yes. can feel herself yes. fading away. She's okay. losing, she's losing her humanity or whatever, whatever mm. you want to call it. And it's at the end of, it's at the end of that when, when she kind of disappears and becomes this Pontiana. It's like, okay, why don't we? Which is the which, which coincides with the first possession? Then the decision was made. Okay, let's make this the point where she becomes full she, on. Full she, on she becomes her. She becomes yeah. the Pontiana, and that's how that decision was made. But earlier on, it was it was meant to be a, a, switch, a, back, back a, a, a switch back and forth kind of thing. Um, and I'm very very glad <laughs> that we did it like that because it's it is weird how sometimes how the creative process works yeah. where it's yeah. like you think you're going to do it like that and it seems like a great idea and then it's like hmm. Maybe not, because <laughs> um, it does feel at that point it's like the point of no return for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and that's and that's pretty much it. And when we when we were sort of putting the the, the film together, you kind of have this weird feeling. It's like, did we accidentally kind of do a supervillain origin story? <laughs> you know, it, it kind of uh, it kind of had tinges of that for for me at least in places. Which leads to one of my favorite scenes, the possession scene where he's talking to his brother. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I fucking love that oh. scene. I love that scene. And yeah, I love that scene. When it, I heard but, the but giggles it, in the audience, I'm like, oh, fucking what? Grow up. <laughs> no, but, to be, but, but I love the giggles, though. 
You do? I love the giggles. I because the, I was like, dude's acting his ass off. Shows the respect. No, I know, but the giggles are the giggles are out of uh, I think discomfort. The, I think the giggles come from many different places. Yeah. I think there's a I think there's a pocket of people that giggle because they're like, ha ha, stupid. You know? No, I think they're, they're no, no, they are, they are. And, 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 yes. and I think that there are other people where it's like, oh my god, they went there. You know? And I think that there's <laughs> and I think that there's other people. It's like, oh my god, he's a girl. There's so, you know like, yeah, oh, yeah. and then and then there's another group of people who laugh because it's like, oh shit, oh shit. You know, so I think I, I'm fine with the laughter because okay. the laughter means they're engaged. Mm. Mm. You know, and so I don't really have an issue with people laughing. Like Ian brought that up as well. Like yeah. where he was like, because he was in the same hall as me. Yeah, in their hall, like apparently it wasn't like that. No, it, there was not a lot because we got the fun hall. Yeah, we got the hall with <laughs> yeah. all the actors were in our hall. <laughs> no, I mean like the actually. Why the, did you separate us, the, Gavin? <laughs> it was like that you know? no but the in the Singapore gala the reaction was awesome because it was like it was like 50% laughter 50% screams and, nice. it, and it wow was, and it was great it was like a fucking rock concert <laughs> you know and it was just that and, and that's when you kind of know it's like okay thank god you know yeah. like mm-hmm. they're engaged <laughs> reaction uh, is a reaction reaction yeah. is a reaction yeah, yeah. And, and and this film is uh, like a durian film like you know I mean it's it's it's, it's the reactions are extreme on both ends. <laughs> so then, like, um, and then it comes the bed where he finally like, runs off, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta tell you some shit. Cause you gotta help me now, yeah. run." Yeah, 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 much. yeah. And then I'm gonna say, "So it wasn't your wife's fault, you bastard." Yeah. Why did you do Namron all of this? I love, like, it really I like did feel ex- like Namron was there, going, "You stuck your dick in something, didn't you?" Yeah. yeah. Tell <laughs> me about it. That thing, like, where he's knocking on the door, and Namron's like. <laughs> He's like, I know it's you, motherfucker. You took, you took your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. To which we go to an awesome flashback of pre Madeka Malaysia. Yes. Mm. Conti era, you guys use Malaysia flat or Malaya? That's, that's, <laughs> actually, if you want to talk about Conti eras, I mean. <laughs> I know, I know. There are yeah, at least there the are car. Of, there's a few, but I'm just like, Don't, yeah, fuck it, fuck it. I mean, at least but, the car didn't but, have but, a 2018, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the, class, the classic the classic sort of filmmaker excuse with Conti is like, if they're looking at the fucking Conti, we've done something horribly wrong. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's another Conti era. There's another huge fucking Conti no. era. Oh, really? In, from the, the, from the, the flashback sequence. Like, uh, oh! Uh, I mean, th- there was one for me was in the beginning when she's cleaning the floor and then she's holding this brush uh-huh. and then the brush touches his elbow and I'm like, the, bre- the, the brush should be covered in blood. But then like sometimes the brush is not there, the brush is there, but I'm like, okay, tapala. Fuck that shit. Yeah. And that's filmmakers watching that. I know. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's yeah, a, com- yeah, yeah. a, semi- a half-conti person watching that shit, you know? <laughs> so I mean, like, That's I, right, you are a conti person. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've done that shit. Yes, I so know. So you would notice that. I would notice that, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is my job. Occupational hazard, guys. Sorry. Yeah, 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 but yeah. anyway. Yes. Yes, but the beautiful, that be- no, the beautiful like, no CGI extensions of scene. No, of, uh, I have another question about that. Or no, anything? No. How did you get the bus? He, he's, he's obsessed, obsessed, he's obsessed with, that with the damn bus. bus. All the old you cars. Are here. Like, what's your, what's your fucking obsession with the bus? Someone has that bus. Right? Yeah, someone the, has that bus. There's yeah, a pink. Bu- the, there's I'm a just, pink bus at Rio. That that is. There's a bookshop. Our, uh, yeah, okay. The pink bus. I understand. That is. You can find that on the road. Like, still. no. Our um, our art art director uh, David Munjit. He he got the bus. He got the bus for us. I'm like, that's, a, that's an amazing looking bus. I was expecting him to say, I was expecting him to say he built that from scratch. But I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's no. There was a hero bus, and then we made a bus. <laughs> D- David Munchik got the bus, and then, but the bus didn't look like that. We had to fucking dress it, you know. And then I realized also that bit when Remy was walking away from the bus. Mm-hmm. I kind of had this very incredible Hulk moment for some reason <laughs> as he's walking down the lane. I'm like. 
Half yeah, you're on your own there, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Part of me was really hoping for a bedroom scene between those two. Oh, what? Between... Uh, In the flashback. Uh, well... I'll let you read the first draft of the script. <laughs> oh! No, in, the, in, the, in the first draft of the script... And then they make a, love Eric Roberts style. In the, in the first draft of the script, there's a love scene... In, in the flashback sequence, there's a love scene with Khalid and, and Mina. But there's also, a love, there's also multiple love scenes with Khalid and other, ch- other chicks to show that he's an oh, asshole. Oh, that he was a philanderer. That he was a philanderer, yeah. Like, As uh, if it wasn't actually really clear already. But <laughs> yeah. Was there... Okay, oh, but, come back to that, because is there anything that is... In our in the Singapore version, that's not in ours. Uh, yeah, yeah. What in that flashback scene? Or in the flashback, overall? or you mean in the whole film? In the whole film. Uh, yes, yes. There were um, due to censorships or due to censorship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was cut out? Are you at liberty to say? There's um there's a scene. Okay, in the sequence where um, uh, Khalid wakes up from his nightmare, where he's uh, uh confronted ah, yes. with yes. zombie zombie rice yep. and he wakes up from the nightmare and uh, his wife is comforting him and then after that it sort of uh, cuts back and forth between uh, Su Din chanting and um, his and uh, Nick walking around the house with um, Mina calling after him and him leaving the house and it cuts back and forth so uh, in the Singapore in the Singapore version um, okay in, in the version that's uh, playing in Malaysian cinemas is that Every single in that particular sequence, every time it cuts back, every time it cuts to a banana orchard scene, <laughs> every time it cuts to a banana orchard scene, there's um, imagery with um, uh, Khalid and Siti. Ah, okay. And it's basically, um, it's basically a, a wife comforting the husband because okay. he's distraught. But um, and it was deemed inappropriate. No, but too hot for no, TV. but already right. Like my friend Ili who watched the, she was like. Eh, tapi the LPF actually let, like the pelo pelo like the the wife berkembang scene that one she was like eh lepas LPF ah eh quite good ah well the fact that because it's a you know <laughs> <laughs> no and no, she no, was no, like also Memang? because it's a Singapore film that means it's it, it's classed as a foreign film and so oh. being, and so because it's classed as a foreign film it's a bit more leeway there's a little bit more leeway yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she was like, eh, it's like quite obvious, right? That, you know, I know they, they woke up from bed, but like be, what they were doing before that, like quite obvious, right? Because she's Bukumban. No, but I think, I think it makes a difference, the positioning. So mm. I think if she's behind him, yeah, holding him, yeah, then that's okay. If she's, she's in comforting. front, if mm. she's in front of him and that's they're true. sort of like face to face. Yeah, you can't have nips on nips. Then, yeah, then that's an issue. Oh, n- so so there's, a, there's a very small little... Uh, <laughs> fine line. You know, there's a small little loophole where you can live. Okay. <laughs> there's a fine line between sex and hugging. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a sequence where Siti is basically comforting Khalid mm. because mm. he's mm. distraught from the nightmare and he's, mm. he's crying because... His his best friend has died. Yeah, you know. So, um, and uh, we had to take that out. So, oh, yeah. okay. fair enough. Oh, no. um, so yeah, like after- another another thing that we had to take out was um, after the uh, possession slash slash miscarriage. Mm. Um, it goes into this sequence where, like, uh, they're they're sort of burying their yeah, um, yeah the their, baby their yeah. child, yeah. Well, and there's this sort of sound cue that's that's we're like hey. Like, you know that kind of like yeah. uh, sound cue that, that my friend uh, Santosh at um, Imaginex now Supernova did. Thank you, Santosh. Um, originally, that was the morning azan, the morning call to prayer, uh-huh. and we had to take that out because we fucked up the timing uh, because the sun was up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. no, no, fair enough, fair yeah, enough, yeah. fair enough. So we had to take that out because they would be like, 
what time is this? <laughs> so we had to we had to replace that sound cue. Okay. Fair enough. So after the big confession and the flashback in the rain, um, that was really messed up, though. Yeah. What? Which one? Her giving birth in the field. Oh, that was a messed up scene. It's like, oh god, this yeah. is fucked up. <laughs> there's, uh, there's. I was like terrified that the baby would look fake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was baby. so fucking scared because it is fake, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so for me, looking at it, like, oh no, obviously no, it's a real fucking baby. We saw thousands, uh, <laughs> you know. But but you're looking at because you know it's fake, and you're looking at it. It's like, oh god, please, because if you want to talk about unwanted laughter. Yeah, like if, if, if you get that wrong, don't worry. It wasn't American Sniper. Not, yeah, I was just about to say because <laughs> that was fucked I, up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean that that was fucked up. Yeah. I mean the fact that to me that also was a little bit disturbing as well. Like having this baby in the rain, still yeah. with the umbilical cord, Ooh. and like oh. I'm like, oh Jesus! So not, at no point did I think that baby was fake. No. Excellent. Yeah, I'm very yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah, because you totally buy into that scene by that point, and. Um, after all that, it becomes the okay. Well, let's kill her. Which I'm like, that's really the solution you dumb men are gonna come up with. Which they would, yeah, of course, yeah. Ooh. They want to clean up their problem, and that's the only way they can. Which leads us to the because I'm telling you, like at that point when they said let's when they're like okay, let's kill her, and they brought out that fucking long nail because it's weird because like I know the myths and legends, but I was like, that is the most beautiful prop nail I've ever seen that, in my life. Is, the nail, okay, is the nail. Supposed to be that fucking long? No, that it's was a, scary as shit. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. I mean, it's, but it's there's a, no. There, the thing is about the Pontianak folklore mm. is that there's a lot of different yes. versions, mm. and so I was wondering where you got that nail no, idea from. No, I mean, like, uh, the, there is that thing of like, yeah, you, know, you the back of the you, neck. You, you can, if you uh, ha- uh, like, uh, poke the, no- the mm. nail in the nape of her neck, you can put her into submission yes. and she'll be like your Human. slave you know yeah. like your 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 yeah. wife yeah um and we toyed with that idea there was there was there was one version of the story where it's I'm like sure. wouldn't it be fucked up like you know he'd, yeah you know, yes, but, incredibly but, fucked up yeah but uh that's a story for another time mm. uh so we were kind of having fun with the folklore yeah mm. and and there was just like if you kind of like gave, gave him a normal size nail and then, and then that DIY should, nail. You know, no, that, no, and also it wouldn't be atla it wouldn't be atla yeah, I mean, it wouldn't ta- be you are taking creative license yes. you are yeah. taking artistic yes. liberties with this yes. thing and it's like it's like you know like, a, like a, the Kenneth the first AD he's like so what this guy just has this nail here I'm like yes he's a boy scout he's ready for all eventualities yeah. and yeah you know it's a beautiful fucking nail even with the red cloth and all that yeah. Yeah, you know, but um, is it like a hundred percent sort of like realistic? It's like not really. It's it, a movie. It, it, it's a movie. It looks good. It's well, like to answer your friend's question. It's like I know normally they wouldn't have the fucking windows open. Did they tell you that? They told you know, that my friends but, said that. But it's like, but it's like, it's a, it's fucking, a fucking movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. We've yeah. already lit outside. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, I was really you can't worried. have a mosquito net. You won't see the actor. <laughs> I was really worried. I was like, if these men kill her, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thankfully, she and this is the thing that we off. wanted to talk about. Oh, two my weeks God. Ago. I fucking love the love third eye. Fucking oh badass. When she takes them all out like a fucking boss. Uh, like, I love paper, how they all get pulled dolls. out. Like, yes. Like Burly Brawl style, you know? Like, oh, my God. Like, okay, oh, no, one long, by one. Oh, my God. Yeah. The one by one one was amazing. Did that sequence take? To rehearse, to in terms of fight choreography as well as shooting. Were they all on wires? 
Mm, it had to be there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, sweet wire. Jesus. How many wires did you have? Uh, a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the stunt team had been uh, blocking and rehearsing while we were shooting other stuff. Mm. Okay. So they kind of they kind of had mapped out certain things. And unfortunately, there was a couple of sequences um, that we couldn't do exactly the way they wanted to do because we just didn't oh, have the time. No. I, um, I had to guess as much. You know, so uh, it all it all... It all came together very nicely in the end, but originally they had something else in mind that would have been very cool, but we just didn't have the time. Because for a moment, I was like, is he? Is this the Nightcrawler X-Men 2 scene? <laughs> it's pretty badass. Yeah, like, there is, there is an element of that. Uh, although that's not, that wasn't in our minds. <laughs> but now that you bring it up, yeah, there is an element of that. Because especially because first, like, people start disappearing left and right. One yeah. by yeah. one. And then I thought, okay, maybe they're just not going to show her actually killing people. So then when you finally have that long shot of her just going through, like, okay, motherfuckers. Mm. <laughs> okay, you stuntmen that appeared in this kampong for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Including Michael yeah. Chen and Zach. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, hey, Zach! Yeah. So I was like, yeah. where were these guys in the pasa earlier? It's like, hey, <laughs> my, hey, Michael Chen! Yes. <laughs> He's like, talking Chinese person, no, there's another Chinese person there, so la. Yeah, yeah, but... Michael, Michael, Michael Chen, uh, he, he, came, he said a funny line. He's like, yeah, a friend of mine told me, here's another Gavin Yap film where you don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, when we, none of us knew Mike, Michael was in the movie then when he was, came out, all of a sudden, eh? Eh? Because yeah, right in front of us, like, eh? Eh? Yeah, yeah. What, was Fazura doing all the stunts or was that between... Was, I'm sure there was a stunt double. Um, she, she did have a stunt double, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but she, she did... She, did uh, she looked like she did quite a bit of she it. She did quite yeah. a bit, yeah. 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 She yeah. did quite a bit. And uh, and Farzira's very game. Mm. Oh yeah, she does oh, she... have experience with uh, with fight scenes. So nice. so so that helped. Yeah. Um. But I can't remember the exact number of days that it took to shoot that. But it was something like, I I on a guess, if I remember correctly, it was probably about four or five nights. Mm. Which is still too pretty short for a sequence like. Yeah. That. Oh no no, it was incredibly yeah. short. It was incredibly short. It we were stressed as fuck. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I'm uh, surprised you didn't go. Fuck it, we're gonna shoot this in the day and color it. No no, <laughs> no, no. yeah no. It, it was um it, it was uh they were tough nights. Oh, yeah. Yes. But that third act, I think, is one of my favorite. Mm. Oh my god! My favorite moments so because cathartic. finally we get to see her take revenge on everyone else. Mm. <laughs> like. Huge spoiler that? If, As if we haven't done it already yeah. But Remy Ishat dies And yes. I did not I really did not expect that Really? Really? I didn't Because because okay. He the, needed the to die bitch he, he had to die He had to die He <laughs> the, created the I biggest the sin of all turned No but then again also It's kind of weird Like Because you don't really know How um, Depending on your Depending on your Your principles I guess yeah. uh, On how you feel These kinds of films Should be mm. um, I would imagine That there are probably Some people out there Probably men Who, yeah. um, who have an issue with, uh, with the fact that he died um, I mean I, I don't have any issue I just thought that Okay maybe it'll come To a point where he gets Fucking tortured Like to no end But I didn't expect the death well, you, th- you thought like The wife would save him No no no, no Like she would Like the Pontiana Would scar him For life Oh. And he like ended in a mental asylum. Or some no, he shit had to like die. No, he yeah. had to die. He had to like die. there was no, there was never any question in our <laughs> minds that he had to die. I mean, that was something that existed in all of the drafts. Like <laughs> he has to die. I mean, <laughs> in true horror film fashion, if you commit a sin, you die. You die. And yeah. he, and it's the biggest sin of all. Scream like, rules. Yeah, <laughs> scream rules, man. Yeah. Like the one bit about that sequence that always cracks me up. Like I, I just laugh my ass off. Is is when he's doing his sort of big confession to the kampung. 
Oh, yeah. You know, and he's oh. like sort of like, you know, I'm a liar, I'm a killer and all that. Yeah. And then and, and all then, the men and, stand behind him and, and then, then pretty the much after that everyone's just like You know, he, he's just like, uh, yes, I did this shit, but you know what? Now I'm gonna kill this bitch, and, yeah, and, everything, and, and everything's gonna be all right. And everyone's like, yes, best plan ever. And uh, Paul who, and Paul uh, Paul Searles, who did the uh, the, the score, um, he just did this amazing fucking her- heroic uh, sort of like. Uh, oh, the score, fucking yeah. Works that, that's nicely. one thing. Yeah, near to give props. No, he, for that. he did an amazing job. Yeah. He did an amazing job, um, and he came on quite late into, wow. the, into the process. Uh, he put that score together in record fucking time. Yes. Um, you really work your people to the bone, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My other favorite scene, like right after that, after she like devours his guts, and we uh, close Iris on her butt. Yeah. Was that, was that intentional? That it wasn't intentional. It's just that you're going for symmetry. Yeah. <laughs> it just so happens. It just so happens. happens. <laughs> yeah. But um, the bit where the kid. Like stops her oh, and calls God. her mom. It's like, oh, oh shit! And then he, yeah, boo. I'm like, oh, yeah, you, yeah. You are a long child. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um, like uh, the first few times I saw that, even even when it was just the first assembly, hmm. and um, we had a temp score, it was all you could already sort of feel that yeah, this this works. The the yeah. the, emo- the emotional um, hmm. as- the emotional aspect of that yes. is very true, hmm. and. Um, all three of them in that scene yes yes when she has to jam the nail into hers like oh, oh fuck yeah and just um the that look that one thing that's amazing about fazura is that she has amazing camera technique mm. she really really mm. knows to play the camera how to play the camera and to sell some to sell something with just a very small yes. um mm. adjustment yes you know so that whole thing after where she is leaving And she turns to City and basically says, "With a look, follow yes. me." Yes, yeah. it's so clear. Yes. yes, and it's like she hardly does anything. Yes, but it's so fucking clear. She's yes. like saying, "Follow me," you know. And it's like, so, so yeah. I mean, and um, that, you know, I, I just think that um, uh, Fazura's performance when she and the kid are hugging mm. is it, it, it breaks my heart. It's a great, oh, yeah. it's a great performance. It is. From both mm-hmm. of them, yes. I, think, I think Fazura sometimes is a bit underrated, like as an actor, like people, like the kind of roles that she gets. She doesn't really get to do this. Well, very I think also often. because Fazura is Fazura, you know, <laughs> and and she's she's like she's just famous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she's not just famous for acting. She's famous for like uh, her fashion stuff and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and she's just a very very ambitious woman who has who who wears a lot of hats and mm. sometimes you forget hey she acts as well yeah, yeah. very know? well um, yes. Oh, yes. very well yes. yes yeah now before we get to the questions that came in because apparently questions came in yeah, uh, yeah. Be answering uh, three be- questions yeah. totally not related to the film at all but before we get to those <laughs> questions i do want to ask something that i don't know if it's a touchy subject uh. so if it is just let me know yeah. but i'm curious because um because of how i've seen things happen with other movies Now remember, um, what's that? Uh, fucking um, let's lift the house from one end of the kampung to the other. What? Lucky uh, Harapan Dunia. Yes, yeah, like Lucky Harapan Dunia or Trahe. I think it was Dunia. Dunia. Eh, Lucky no. Lucky Harapan Trahe. Lucky Trahe. Is it? Was it Trahe? Okay. Google is your friend. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm wrong then. Yeah. yeah. But there was like some, um, you know, there was some weird backlash over like, you know, which was race related of like. How can a non-Malay tell a Malay story? Right. Yeah. Have you guys felt any of that backlash, or has it been pretty smooth sailing 
so far? Like, has anyone like called you guys out on like who are you to tell this type of story? Not in any sort of aggressive way. Okay. Um, like it's come up. Oh, it has. Um, but not in a not in a aggressive way. Come up in more it's of like like. You just, know, just, sort, just sort of like you know, you're Chinese. This is a Malay story. How did you go about doing it, or what made okay. you, what made you uh, want to do it? Because mm. you're not Malay. Yeah. Um, and you are correct. It's a lucky harpan dunia. Dunia. Right. Huh. Yes. And and to be fair, like it didn't come up a lot. Ah. It only came up like a couple of times. Okay. And it was uh, and it was actually at the KL gala that I got asked that question. Mm. Mm. Um, of course, because yeah. the first article for lucky harpan dunia is. Um, Halaki Harapan Dunia tidak mempercukan no, no no sorry actually tidak mempercukan orang Melayu from yeah. Msta. Right. So it was and one of those things where I was wondering like is this going to be an issue but I haven't heard anything so I was no, just curious yeah. if like no, it was I mean, brought we, up. It was something that that we did consider uh, that it could come up. Hmm. Um, but uh, our kind of defense or our sort of like reasoning behind it is that is that uh, Pontianak is not exclusively Malay folklore. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's mm. Southeast Asian. Yes. So you you say that right on the jump at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It's it's Southeast Asian, you know? Yeah. I mean like it's just as prominent in Singapore as it is in Malaysia and Indonesia. amongst amongst yes. amongst yes. the Malays and sure the Chinese. Yes. Indonesia has Indonesia, yeah. the Kuntilanak, you know, yeah. fi- the Philipp- Philippines have their own version yeah. of it. So so that was our kind of like mm. uh, justification behind mm. it. Yeah. Mm. Another question I got to ask as well is because we talked about this last time that there was in the 50s or 60s I can't remember there was a Dandam Pontiana. Yes. How much of that was an influence on you or at all? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um well, did right. you did it, it you was, watch it? Was, it, was, uh, it was, well, I mean just cu- coming back to the just the just oh, to, yeah, sorry. Uh, elaborate a little bit on I mean I have noticed that that um that uh, some people have had very the, the reactions to this film I've noticed have been fairly extreme mm. is yeah. that people who like it really like it mm. and that people who don't like it really don't mm. um, and I don't know if maybe that sort of like feeds into it a little bit okay. uh, because we are trying to present the Pontianak a little bit differently yes and I and maybe some people are protective over that or mm. I, I don't know you mm. know I mean I, I haven't really paid too much attention to the to the okay. negative parts because to me it, it actually um uh, is more to me anyway it's a more I guess in a sense accurate representation of the myth because the yeah. idea is for it to be a vengeful yeah. no, creature everything, yeah. you know? everything that is in it's not there. a spooky ghost it's, yes yeah. everything that is in there is rooted in, in stuff that we discovered through research mm. yeah you know we might have we might have had a little bit of fun with it yeah. um, but everything that's in there comes from something that we read that yeah. we read up no. somewhere mm-hmm. you know absolutely uh, I'm like I, that's why like, I like I wanted to mention it last time but I couldn't but like yeah like I find it really sad that women get only get empowered through tragic situations and after they die Right, yeah. Because I mean, most most Malaysian ghosts are like you know, like like the Pontiana, like the Langswear, like all these. They're, they're just women who die in childbirth or die because of like tragic circumstances, and they come back to seek revenge. Yeah, you know, I'm like yeah, and like I, so I'm like what, you're be, so you're being protective of Pontiana, all these people who don't like it because what that she's not an evil monster just out to kill you. Yep. Of course, she's not an evil monster just out to kill you. She died in tragic circumstances because she got fucked over by people. Shit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have read I have read a couple of things on Twitter where people are like, you know, you fucking writer should do, you know, she you should learn your. Re- Research, you know, like they uh, did, you know. So, so I'm like, <laughs> like a big company. That kind of did. I mean, that's the thing. Because to me, I feel like in the past, couple like ten years, it's been used more as a 
a ghost vehicle. Tactic. You yeah. know, like this is a monster. Yeah. Whereas the original myths, like to me, were about, you know, don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. this shit will come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're like, a literal manifestation of shit coming back to haunt, haunt you. you. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like the whole idea is at the end, who's the real monster? Yes. yes. And it's not, it's not to say that you... We're not saying that she's not a monster. No. We're saying why? Yeah. She's, you know, yeah. it's like... Why, why is she like that? What, yeah. what, what happened to her? Who did that shit to her? Exactly. You know? And so that was... And it's always more of, interesting when your monster has a reason as mm. opposed to, I am monster. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because you get to sympathize with... Yeah. And by God... And by God, the women in the audience sympathize. They're like, kill the motherfuckers! <laughs> well, I mean, you guys also sympathize. They're like, kill the motherfucker too! Oh, yeah, because it was yeah. like, dude, he fucked up big times. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's definitely some, like a couple of very big sort of like, you know, fist bump moments <laughs> where, where you're just like, yeah, fuck him, fuck him. <laughs> you know. So, the questions. The questions. So the questions. Okay, let me Sorry, Nick, what were you saying? No, about uh, the original Dundam Pontiana. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I mean like... Uh, Mainly to do like with the title because uh, Dundam Pontianak was not our original title. Mm. Our our working title when we were shooting the film was The Legend of Pontianak, oh. which we kind of always knew was gonna change. Because mm. <laughs> that's a uh, you're, you're you're making a very bold statement. Yeah. With that, Legend with, of with that title. So we love the title, but we kind of knew there's no way we could keep it. And then we were playing around with titles like Sumpa Pontianak, Dundam Pontianak, Chinta Pontianak, <laughs> you know. But Dundam Pontianak just sounded. Cool. It did work, yeah. even in English. Revenge yeah. of the. Yeah. And then yes. we also knew that uh, Dundam Pontianak was one of the very very first yeah. um, Pontianak films, and we just thought like, Actually, hey, coming to that. Hmm? Because uh, I saw on your Instagram that the original actress yes. of that movie was there. Yes. What did she think? Unfortunately, I didn't get to speak to her after oh, the screening. Oh, no. um, I'm so curious to know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be really curious to right? know what she thought. But she was very nice. It was very, very cool to, to meet her. Um, I had a similar experience in, I think, 2012 uh, when we screened War of the Worlds, yeah. Goliath, at Comic-Con. And... Um, Anne Robinson, I think her name is, who was the star of the original War of the World. She she came to see it. Holy shit! And, and wow. so got Damn, to meet her. Son. So that was uh, that had a little bit of a full circle kind of mm. moment. Too. I I hope I'm remembering her name correctly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was great to have it was great to have her there. Have you seen the original Dantian? I have not. Oh, okay. uh, I have not. I would love to find. Yeah, like, I, I don't it's, even yeah. know. Like, our, it's really hard to find. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very hard to. F- I mean, like uh, our we need to. Archive, with our, yeah. archive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh, one more question for me because ah. okay. I really want to know: Are you planning to take this movie international? Um, it would be nice. Fright Fest. Mm. It would be nice. <laughs> well, I think the problem with festivals is that you, you kind of need to be a world premiere, don't you? Not necessarily. Not yeah. necessarily. especially with genre films. Mm. Well, I mean, that would be nice. That's about as much as I can say. I mean, it would be Netflix. nice. It would be nice. It okay. would be nice. Okay. We'll okay. see what happens. Yes. So the three questions we got on... Uh, Number one. Nope. I'll get the the one that's related the most at this point. <laughs> Elvira Arul asked, what inspires you in your storytelling? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean... Comic books? No. No, no. It's like, uh, I think... You know, because like when I when I did the, uh, the 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 BFM interview and like Ian and Bahir, they were like, you know, how did you, you know, what what made this be the next film for you? And it's like you don't know what your next film's gonna be. Mm. You like to think you do. You, there there are stories that you have and that you are trying to develop, 
but things never go the way you plan. Because I read a script that you were developing for a while, and yeah. not a different horror film. Yeah. I, th- I honestly thought that would be your next film. Yeah. Um, no, it didn't, it didn't happen <laughs> that way. I mean, I mean, like, I don't... Like, inspiration's a weird thing, if, if it is a thing at all. Okay. I, I don't really know how it, how it works. There, you, you get an idea, and if the idea stays with you long enough to actually do something about it hopefully it'll turn into something mm. um, but but on any given week you could have like 10 ideas that just you know like just brain fart moments that you, 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 you know that you say to yourself hey that could be cool mm. and it's just a question of whether they can stay in your mind long mm. enough for mm. you to actually do something about Mm-mm. them mm. okay. and the ones that stay in your mind long enough are usually the ones that end up kind of happening yeah. okay. um, but movies take a long time to do they, they take a long time to get off the ground so there I've got like like five or six films that that I would like to do but and one of them may happen one of them may happen next or the thing or the one that happens next may be something that I Haven't don't even, don't even know about yet it might just you know like KL24 Zombies just came just came to me like a, there was no there was no plan to make a zombie film it just kind of happened mm. you know is uh, there any worry that you're not going to be categorized as a horror director <laughs> um not really <laughs> not really I mean because I don't like to me I'm not so concerned with genre I, I ideally I would like my next film to be a different genre ideally mm. um, but I even if I just did horror it wouldn't bug me mm. you know right. uh, but because I think I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you just get better at it. Yeah. You just get and and I think that if if I kept doing horror, I don't think I would do the same horror twice. No. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and you, know, you, I, you I tell think, a different kind of horror anyway. Yeah. So I think um, like I do have another horror idea, and it's completely different from from Pontiana and from Kill Twenty Four Zombies. Mm. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see if anything happens with that. Um, okay. I also have an idea for a really weird, a, a really sort of like balls out screwball kind of comedy. Do it, so, do, so it, do, it do it, so, so do it, guys, no, do it. it. This is what I'm saying: is like you have ideas and you work on ideas and you develop ideas, but you never really know mm, which yeah. one is going to bite. So the whole thinking behind it is that you just got to throw as much at the wall as possible and see, see what which sticks. sticks. Yeah, yeah. All but right. yeah, in terms of inspiration, I have you know I have no fucking clue. I mean, they, they, it comes from it comes from everywhere. It comes from you could see you could see uh, an interaction between two people on the street and just think to yourself that's a really co- that's a really cool bit if that happened in the middle of a film and then you think of what what kind of film what that, kind of thing yeah. could lead up to that or it's or you might hear a hear a song or you know i mean like it's there are so many different things that can kind of conjure up ideas in your mind okay. and it's just a question of what stays there long enough mm. next question from number 2 and tag five <laughs> That's the username. I don't know. Any specific comic book artists slash authors you admire from the Asian region? Oh, he says Asian, <laughs> not necessarily Southeast or, but Asian in particular. Um. Okay, I'm really bad with Asian names, like uh, like Asian comic book names, mm. you know. Um, but like right now, because because I know them and because I work with them and uh, and I sort of know how amazing. Um, the Malaysian sort of like comic book um, talent is you know like I love Michael Chua I love Puppeteer Puppeteer is a really amazing um, Malaysian artist mm-hmm. um, Tan Eng Huat is mm-hmm. a really ama- a really amazing artist mm-hmm. um, um, Alan Kwa Alan Kwa is also a really amazing artist and, and these are people who have broken into the uh, to the international comic book scene yeah. um, so 
I also love a lot of Japanese artists as well, but as I said, I'm just shit with uh, at remembering <laughs> at remembering Japanese artists' names.、Uh, but even then, they tend to be more anime. Not,、yeah. I mean, but、uh, so so. But yeah, I would say like my favorite sort of、uh, Asian comic book artists at the moment are all Malaysian, like Alan Kwa, Tanning Huat, Lefty, Michael Chua,、mm. Puppeteer.、Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. And the、Number、other question、three. that I think all of us can answer.、What? Is he single? Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's pretty much very happily yeah, taken. Happily, happily taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My question is, when's Mike Yap and Fry's coming back? Um, I guess when Ian and I have some time. I guess. <laughs>、uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see.、Uh, out of curiosity, did you have a、um, concept artist for this movie? Uh no no、oh, okay no we didn't yeah well you guys are suddenly very quiet just、no. <laughs> trying to think of more questions to ask don't、I、you mean, have any I, questions I, me like, like looking back on it we probably should have <laughs> <laughs> but、um, no we didn't we didn't okay questions no 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 real questions <laughs> except for like the very self serving ones like like. When are we next going to be in your movie? <laughs> All of us, in any capacity. Hey, was my voice used in the background? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if、uh, if you came in and did、uh, an ADR session,、oh, it's, it's in there. It's in somewhere. There. Yeah, like, what did you do? No, I mean the scene where、um, where all of shit going on. Where all of the、um, where all of the. All of the、uh, or the men are running towards her in the third act,、mm-hmm. and then it cuts to City、uh, and Nick in the house, and you just hear the carnage outside.、Oh. Like so, we, <laughs> I, I called in a lot of people. Like、yeah. you're, you're, you're dying, you're dying, like the worst fucking death ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Was always like, it's it's the sixties. Don't use modern slang.、Yeah. <laughs> no, did you not? Add, did you add a Willem scream? So no one's、there? like, why Pukima? Yeah, <laughs> like my voice is in there. <laughs> Did you add a Willem scream? Is it a Willem scream? That that Willem 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 scream? No, no,、nah. right. no.、Nah, but it's funny. Like、uh, some of the things, because like you know, Shamin Shamin Othman came in and she did some. So she she was one of the、uh, background voices in the market scene, <laughs> and there's one little bit where you can very clearly make her out, and it cracks me up. You know, she's like, "Yeah, I'm boom cheap, good job." And yeah, that's 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 Shamin. That's so Shamin. So Shamin. At the wedding, at the wedding, and like it's at the wedding and at the market scene, like、uh, Shamin was just riffing the. <laughs> she was just riffing the whole time, and it was.、Hilarious. As she does. Oh boy. But yeah, I think whoever I think hasn't gone to see Dundam Pontiana, oh, movie, check it out. Please, please, please do yourself I mean, a favor. But that's the thing: if you、it. haven't seen it, you listen to all of this. Like, it should still be an enjoyable film. Yes, yes, it should. Yes, yes. <laughs> as yes. it is. Like, I really want to see this again, even after it comes off the cinemas. Well, I, I, I think you should see it again in the cinemas. So yeah, I know. You can stay in the cinemas longer. Yes, <laughs> that's true. But do you have any? Are you at liberty to say any plans to like you know? Put it on any streaming service or、DVD、like a whole release or like on demand. Well, I mean, obviously we've had these conversations,、mm. but there's no, there's nothing I there's nothing to、uh, announce at this point. Okay, I can neither confirm nor、there's、deny、yes. any rumors. <laughs> no, no, we. Wh- no. What but, I mean, like, but these are conversations that, of course, everybody has when、yeah. you're when you're yeah. when yeah. you're putting your film out. You know, because you want your film to reach the biggest audience possible. Yeah, but yeah, there's nothing to announce right now. One thing we did mention. 
in like because we love the, the cinematography we love the colors mm-hmm. yeah. was uh, the idea we're floating on the idea like could we just get the footage and then like black and white it and then just make all the red pop like Sin City yeah no I, I heard that <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, a, that would be a, I'd like to see it that, that would be a very cool uh, DVD uh, uh, Extra, Blu-ray option, option. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. like what uh, Frank Darabont did with The, the Mist, Mist yes. which is oh, very cool yeah. and I just want to say like John Kang did an amazing yes, yes. yes. John Kang because yeah. um, you know at the end of the film when you sort of see visual consultant Christopher Doyle everyone's um, eyes kind of gravitate everyone just sort of like gravitates towards yeah. Christopher Doyle and, and to be fair Christopher Chris was Chris is of is fucking amazing. Yes, and he was involved in the project uh, for quite a while in the early stages of the development. Uh, but John King shot the film, and you know Chris was not on set, so John King shot the film and, and shot it out of the park. Shot, yes. shot the shit out of it. It's a beautiful looking film. Mm-hmm. So I think with that, yep, we are all good to go. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, we're good to go. Okay. This is an app. This is an app. Okay, okay. Any so last words, Mister Gav? Uh, to all of you who have been supporting the film thank you thank you very much and uh, hope you continue to support it like go see it as many times as, as possible <laughs> and with that I'm Amelia Chen I'm Nick Dorian I'm Carolyn Baha and I'm Gavin Yap keep geeking out yo <laughs>